Yo, 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 what's popping, y'all? Welcome, everybody, back to the Wrestling Takeover Podcast. I am your host, Jordan Turner. And before we get into talking about Impact Wrestling on today's show, I want to quickly let you guys know, if you guys can do me a solid favor and go and subscribe and follow to the Wrestling Takeover Podcast on all podcast platforms, if you guys can leave me a five-star rating on iTunes, I would greatly appreciate that. Also, leave me a comment down below if you guys can do that as well. Uh, I appreciate all the followers that I have been receiving. And follow me on social media as well. On Twitter, at JT Takeover. And follow the podcast on Instagram, at The Wrestling Takeover. Shout out to everybody, the new followers that I've been gaining on the IG account for the podcast. Thank you guys so much. Now, I know what you guys are immediately thinking. Like, I'm up here talking Impact Wrestling. Yes. Uh, today is Monday, April 26th. Uh, there will be no Monday Night Raw review, like I said a couple of weeks ago. Um, I am not going to be doing Raw reviews. The Raw review is just going to be on delay right now. Uh, the show sucks. And I don't want to be coming up here and consistently being negative on the show. So what I'm going to be doing is just talking about some topics that are on my mind in the professional wrestling landscape. And last night's Impact Rebellion 2021 uh it really delivered and i really enjoyed myself um i did not do a full length review uh but today i'm going to be talking about the aftermath of rebellion what's next for impact they're teased uh credible you know recognizable women and men that are possibly going to be debuting at slammiversary in july so i'm going to be talking about that and give my thoughts on some of the matches that took place and which match was my favorite overall from last night's rebellion for impact wrestling so we're gonna kick it off right now talk about rebellion and then get into later on into the show talking about what's next for overall with impact wrestling so impact kicked it off with the x division championship up for grabs josh alexander who you know was with the north in ego you guys know him I don't really think he made an impact, really, in AEW. Um, he shouldn't have left Josh Alexander. That is just me personally. Um, I'm more of a fan of Josh Alexander, in my personal opinion. But, like I said, we all got different tastes. So, he squared off against one of my favorites, man, Ace Austin. Ace Austin is so good. Um, like I said, just because I haven't been, you know, reviewing impact doesn't mean I haven't been watching. I have been watching on Tuesdays and now Thursday nights. On Access TV. Ace Austin is so talented. And he's so young. I believe he's in his early 20s. So right there. It's just like. Sky's the limit for this guy. You know what I mean. And I love the gimmick. And I just love the wrestling ability that he possessed. Now TJP. We all know him from WWE. The Cruiserweight Classic. That's where a majority of us. You know started to become fans of TJP. Uh, he's in Impact. And he gets to do pretty much whatever he wants. You know, he has that freedom. You know what I mean? So he's doing good in Impact Wrestling. Overall, the X Division, I remember years ago when I would watch Impact on a regular basis. It was around like 2005, 4. 
where Impact was really on gear, right? When it was TNA. Um, I, I really love the symbols TNA. I really want that to come back. That's just my opinion on that. But, you know, the X Division was a real highlight. Uh, I believe it was a bigger highlight than the world title scene, to be honest with you. I believe it was the knockouts, the tag team, and the X Division. And the main event was just there, you know? But the X Division nowadays, it's a little rocky to me, you know? You got some heavyweights in the X Division. You know, you got some, you know, lightweights in there and stuff like that. But overall, the X Division right now is really, really good. They got some great talents in there. And last night really showcased that the X Division is really one of the best things on Impact Wrestling. So it was a great triple threat match. And we've seen towards the end of the match, we've seen Alexander and Ace sent TJP into Fullerton, who was, you know, siding with Ace Austin there, eliminating them from the equation. With that, Alexander spiked Austin with the Divalin in Valen DDT for the win. And Josh Alexander defeated Ace Austin and uh, TJP for the win. He is the new X Division champion. Now, personally, to me, this is great. I'm a big fan of um, what's his name? Josh Alexander. Okay. And uh, he's pretty much a wrestler. He has that mouthpiece in it. And uh, he's just a tough son of a bitch. And he's a big guy. You know, him winning the X Division Championship is pretty strange to me because X Division is all about people like Ace Austin, TJP, Rich Swan. I'm going to get to Rich Swan when I talk about the main event. But Josh Alexander winning a first singles championship in Impact Wrestling. Great for him. Shout out to Josh Alexander. Keep doing your thing, brother. I'm a big fan of your work, and I can't see, I can't wait, excuse me, to see what you do, you know, this year for Impact Wrestling. Hopefully, you get into the world championship scene like you truly deserve to be in. So, that was a great opener, and, uh, you know, great stuff from that match. We also seen a couple of other matches on Impact Wrestling, as we've seen Jordan Grace and Rachel Ellering versus Tasha Steeles and uh, Kira Hogan. For the knockouts championship. Now. I don't know why Impact has the tag team championships. I personally feel like they're doing a better job with that. Than um, you know WWE. We all know WWE and their women's tag team championship situation. It's pretty trash. Right? It's not good. And it's not interesting whatsoever. Okay? Like let's just be honest. It's, it's not good. But. Uh, Impact is doing a little bit better. They're putting more emphasis on women's tag team, uh, the championship and the women's division on that brand. And so, Kier Hogan and Tasha Steeles, they've been really defeating people, but not really because when you look at it, there's just not a lot of women in that division. Like, there's not. And you know what I mean? And you can't do anything about that. So, you know, Impact's got to have to, they got to do something. I feel like they got to do something in terms of getting more women, because I personally believe that Impact has one of the best uh, women's divisions in pro wrestling. That's just my opinion on that. Let me know if you guys agree or disagree, and uh, whatever that case might be. So they went up against uh, Jordan Grace, who is one of my favorites in women's wrestling, easily up there with the Sasha Banks, um, the Baileys, the Bianca Belairs. She's one of my favorites. So she tag team with Rachel Ellering, who, you know, in WWE, 
She got let go. A lot of stories on that, but I'm happy she's back in pro wrestling. She looks good. She is a great wrestler. Uh, she's pretty bland. She is pretty bland. Um, that's kind of a majority of you know the women in wrestling today. They're pretty bland, but they're great in the ring. And uh, we've seen new champions at the end of the day. So we've seen Jordan Grace and Rachel Ellering defeat uh, Fiva and Flava. Is that their name? Fire and Flava. So this was kind of predictable. We kind of knew that we were going to see new tag team champions. I'm happy for Jordan Grace. Uh, if the rumor is correct, I believe Jordan Grace's contract is going to be expiring within the next three months. So I believe Impact is giving Jordan Grace the Knockouts Tag Team Championships as a pretty much thank you for everything you've done, but also, can you stay? Now, I'm going to predict something right now. I don't think Jordan Grace is going to stay. I think she's going to go to WWE. I think Jordan Grace is going to go to the WWE. But with the way AEW's women's division is really looking right now, she might go to AEW. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm just going to support Jordan Grace and wherever she goes because I'm a big fan of her. This was a great match. But one of the negatives of this match was we've seen a spot where Dasha steals. Oh, my God. It was insane. I seen the replay. She was trying to go for a cutter on the apron. And she pretty much missed the entire move. She fell on her neck. She fell outside the ring. She's a badass chick because she continued throughout the entire match. So good on Tasha Steeles for that. But that spot was nasty. That spot didn't look good whatsoever. I thought she broke her neck. Um, this was a great match. I really enjoyed it. Rachel Lettering is in Impact Wrestling. It's going to boost the overall morale of the knockouts division. They are new tag team champions. I don't know what's next for Keir Hogan and Tasha Steeles. Are they going to get a rematch? We don't know. Are they going to split up and go after the knockouts championship? The singles world title for the women. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But it's great that we got new tag team champions. But the question is now, is Impact going to get more women and get more teams for that knockouts tag team division? Because they got to do something. They're kind of in the hole of WWE. But they're, I feel like they're in a better position than the WWE because they have women. They have more women than the WWE. So we'll see what happens with that. Now, the next match I really want to talk about because I'm sorry to break it. Uh, Trey Miguel and Sammy Callahan in the last man standing match. This match, they tried their best. They tried to be innovative with the steel chair spot, the table spot, everything that happened, right? This match really disappointed me. I thought it was pretty boring, to be honest with you. They, like I said, they tried. I just wasn't clicking uh, with what they were doing. Okay? Listen. The last man standing matches to me are lost art in pro wrestling because there's only so much you can do in a last man standing match that is new and different. You know, we've kind of seen every spot done in a last man standing match in pro wrestling history, right? So it's kind of hard to be innovative. And they tried to be innovative in this match. It's just that the, the way that they were doing it looked really slow in terms of gathering position, placing each person on a table or a chair, this and that. It looked a little slow. And it really took away from the match, in my personal opinion. 
But we've seen Trey Miguel ultimately defeat Sammy Callahan, which uh, I was pretty shocked that he defeated Sammy Callahan. I love that Sammy is putting people over because he's already established, you know? So we've seen Miguel and Callahan. They had good chemistry. But like I said, some of the spots in this match really didn't do anything for me. Uh, Trey Miguel is going off on his own. We already know the other two rascals are in the WWE. Trey Miguel wants to be on his own. Uh, he reminds me so much of Ricochet. They're like brothers. They're not, but it looks like they are because they have the same move set and everything. So I don't know what's next for Trey Miguel. It's kind of hard to take him seriously when he was with the Rascals, but I'm going to give him time. I'm going to give the guy dude, and um, we're going to see what happens with him. And uh, is he going to eventually be in the main event scene? I don't know. I feel like he needs to go after the X Division Championship. Once he wins that, he can maybe transfer into going into the main event scene for the TNA World Championship or Impact's World Championship. I don't know. I, I thought the match was eh, in my personal opinion. So, next match I want to talk about is for the Impact World Tag Team Championships. This was the Good Brothers versus Juice Robinson and David Findlay. This match was awesome. This match was awesome. This match was great. I really enjoyed it. Uh, like I said, I did watch last night. People that probably don't believe me, I watched. I just didn't cover it. So... But I'm here. I want to talk about it because it's a big topic of conversation in the pro wrestling world. Now, David Finley and Juice Robinson, they are from New Japan Pro Wrestling. They ultimately defeated, which this outcome, I'm not going to lie, I was pretty shocked um, because I know Kenny Omega is the belt collector. And maybe the Good Brothers would want to be the belt collector for attacking wrestling. Clearly not. They lost, though. They lost. But listen, this match was really, really good. It was really good. Uh, like I said, some of these matches were a little bit slow throughout. Uh, just like this one, it was pretty slow. Uh, the match definitely picked up. As the Good Brothers worked over Findlay in a good couple of minutes, took off a beating, and hands off to Gallo specifically. But Gallo's, at the end of the day, speared. He speared the shit out of Juice as both of them landed outside of the ring. Robinson had a strong comeback. He got a near fall on Anderson with the rolling... Uh, cannonball Finn Juice landed a couple of tag team moves on the Doomsday uh, Carl Anderson and Dark Gallows but at the end of the day the Good Brothers lost they lost and uh, I'm kind of confused why are they still tag team champions I'm confused like are they working with Impact specifically now I know they're with New Japan but like it looks like they're more with impact because they're new tag team champions but maybe this is a tease for the forbidden door opening with new japan pro wrestling and impact wrestling i don't know all i know is that forbidden door is looking like it's about to be open wide okay for new japan AEW, and impact wrestling we'll see what happens i don't really know what else to say uh besides it was a great match and um, Carlos, Carl Anderson and, and uh, Luke Gallows lost. So I don't know where they go from here. I mean, they're not even in um, AEW. So I think they go in the back of the line. Maybe they specifically compete in AEW, even though AEW's tag division is completely full. Completely full. We'll see what happens. Maybe Gallows and Anderson go to New Japan Pro Wrestling. 
and they stay there for a bit and then go after the IWGP Tag Team Championships. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. But like I said, this was a great match and I really enjoyed it. One of the best matches on Rebellion. Now, the Knockouts Women's Championship. This was the virtuoso Deanna Perrazzo and she faced off against Tennille Dashwood, a.k.a. Emma, people that don't know her. She was in WWE as Emma. Guys, this was a fucking great match. Deanna Prazo, I want to shout out to Deanna Prazo right now. She is one of the best women's wrestlers on the planet. You can give me your Sasha's, you can give me your Io Shirai's, your Charlotte Flair's. I love Io Shirai. I love Sasha Banks. I love Bailey. I love Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, right? I love them. Asuka, they're all great. But Deanna Perrazzo is easily one of the best. You got Thunder Rosa. You got people, right? You got women in women's wrestling right now that are killing it. Deanna Perrazzo needs to be on that list in the top five for sure. Top, not Maybe not top five, but top ten easy without question. Deanna Perrazzo reminds me so much of a Bret Hart. Uh, Mr. Perfect in terms of working on a specific body limb. She reminds me so much of Randy Orton, how Randy Orton does that as well. Deanna Perrazzo is a submission specialist. The Virtuoso. Virtuoso knows what she's going to do before you know. That's what she does. And that's what she's good at. And Deanna Perrazzo picked apart big time with Tennille Dashwood. But there was a problem with this match that I personally did not like. Uh, Susan and Kimberly really got involved here. I didn't like that. It kind of took away from the match, in my opinion. Uh, let me know if it took away from the match with you guys as well. But the match went so great in the first half, and then in the second half, towards the end of the match, that's when those two women got involved. And I'm scratching my head. Like I know that they're trying to work with uh, Tennille Dashwood, and they're trying to get Tennille Dashwood to win the women's championship. But... You didn't need to be interfering in the match. It, it really took away from the match to me. But overall, I'm not going to, you know, discount that because they got involved. I'm not going to do that. It was still a great match. I really enjoyed it. Now, Tennille Dashwood ultimately retained. Here's the question. What's next for Tennille? Uh, not Tennille Dashwood. I'm sorry. What is next for Deanna Perrazzo? She retained. She is still impact knockouts champion what's next for her i don't know i really don't um i can't figure out another woman in that division who can beat her besides jordan grace even though we've seen a couple of those great classic matches with those two women i can see them go all day jordan grace and diana perrazzo but diana perrazzo beat jordan grace taya valkyries in wwe she just defeated tenille dashwood I don't see anybody else credible in that knockouts division. And they got great women. But I'm looking at the roster right now. I don't see a lot of women that can, you know, challenge Tanil Dashwood and have it make sense. You feel me? I, I can't see it. So I want to shout out Impact because they are having, you know, um, what's her name? Deanna Prazo. I'm kind of blanking right now. Deanna Prazo is still the knockouts champion, and she's held that title for a very long time. I love it because my thing is I have this mentality with Roman Reigns, y'all, and 
with Walter, too, in the UK for WWE. When those guys lose to somebody, it's going to feel so much special. I'm saying the same thing right now with uh, Deanna Perrazzo. When Deanna Perrazzo loses eventually to somebody, it's going to feel important. Right now, nobody is on the level of Deanna Perrazzo. Deanna Perrazzo needs to consistently beat people until that one woman comes around who is on the level of Deanna Perrazzo and is capable of being believable to defeat her. Right now, there's nobody that is believable to defeat Deanna Prazo, in my personal opinion. So Deanna Prazo needs to retain every championship that she uh, defends. She has to, because there's no one that's on her level. Now, I really want to talk about the main event. We're going to talk about the main event, and then we're going to get into some other, you know, discussions about where does Impact Wrestling go from here, etc., this was for the AEW World Championship and the Impact World Championship slash TNA World Heavyweight Championship. Listen, you guys got to stop. You guys got to stop with the crying and the bitching and the moaning, okay? Rich Swan, I'm sorry. He's not world champ material. I don't give a fuck what anyone has to say. This is my show. This is my opinion. If you guys don't just if you guys don't agree, that's fine. But listen, Rich Swan, when he won that world championship, I didn't like it. Because I don't see Rich Swan as a world champion. I just don't. I don't know what it is. It's his look or his height. I don't know what the fuck it is. I don't see him as world champion. When he beat Moose, I was pissed. I see Moose as world champ material. I just don't see Rich Swan as world champion material. He's a great wrestler. Kenny Omega and Rich Swan had a classic at Rebellion. I loved it. The right man needed to win in Kenny Omega. Period. The belt collector. He's here to stay. Roman Reigns is killing it right now in the wrestling scene. Kenny Omega is trying to be on the level of Roman Reigns. But guess what, Kenny Omega? You are not on Roman Reigns' level. Understand that. Believe that. Kenny Omega fans out there. I'm a Kenny Omega fan. But Kenny Omega is not on the level of Roman Reigns. He's not. Okay? Deal with it. The belt collector gimmick. I love it. I love it, man. He has world championships all over the world. Now you can add the Impact World Heavyweight Championship and now the TNA World Heavyweight Championship to the collection of Kenny Omega. This was great. They put on a clinic. I really enjoyed it. And both men, if they want to go at it one more time, I would love to see it because they had just great chemistry. And shout out. Mauro Ronaldo, man. It was great hearing Mauro Ronaldo again. Um, Mama Mia, all of it. I marked out. I was smiling from ear to ear listening to that guy call spots. It was great. And um, overall, Impact Rebellion was a good show. It wasn't a great show. It was a good show. And uh, here's when I talk about what's next for Impact Wrestling. Now, I want to talk about Mauro Ronaldo first, okay? I don't know what... 
his contract is, if this was a one-off, apparently it was apparently a one-off. Um, fuck the one-off shit, okay? This is what needs to happen right now. People, you got to stop talking about everybody going to AEW. Cut the shit, okay? AEW has a budget, okay? WWE doesn't have a budget, but AEW has a budget, okay? They can't sign everybody. I'm tired of you people doing that. Stop doing that. Seriously. It's getting on my nerves. Oh, this person go to AEW. This one, this one, this one, this one. Not everybody is going to go to AEW. Honestly, I'm going to say this. Not everybody wants to go to AEW. Maybe some people want to go to WWE. Maybe some people want to, or not WWE, excuse me. They all got fired from WWE. Maybe some people want to go to New Japan Pro Wrestling. Maybe some people want to go to Impact Wrestling. Maybe some people want to go to Mexico. Who knows? Not everybody is going to go to AEW. There's going to be some people that go, but not everybody, okay? Like I said, AEW has a budget. Impact Wrestling hyped up Slammiversary. There was a couple of takes that I seen in there, that video package that is being talked about in the IWC. I seen Samoa Joe. I seen Chelsea Green. I seen Mickey James. I seen a Mexican flag. I seen an Australian flag. Uh, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay. Okay? You think I didn't see that? Follow me on social media at JT Takeover, baby. Y'all know what I'm talking about if y'all seen it. Listen, Impact Wrestling did the same thing last year. They kind of disappointed because we didn't see a lot of returns. They're doing it again this year. Check it out. We've seen someone return tonight. And Big Cass, Big XL. Shout out to him. He looks great. He's in the best shape of his life. I'm so happy for him. It looks like he has a new lease on life. And um, I hope he does very well in Impact Wrestling. Does Enzo Amore go to Impact Wrestling? Maybe Enzo wants to get back into the wrestling game again. Who knows? I would love it. S-A-W-F-T. Soft. Give it to me in Impact Wrestling. I would love it. That would boost the credibility of the tag team division even further. Something I would really love to see. I'm happy that he did not go to AEW. Because like I said, I don't want everybody going to AEW because it's going to turn into a WCW type thing. Give Impact Wrestling some players. Impact Wrestling, my complaint with Impact Wrestling is not the talent. It's the platform that they're on. Not a lot of people are watching Impact Wrestling. I'm going to mention this again. They got to work out some partnership with AEW where, you know, Turner Broadcasting and uh, Impact work out some deal where Impact Wrestling is on TBS. They're on a bigger stage, on a bigger platform. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Not a lot of people watch Impact Wrestling on a consistent basis. The fan base is not big. Okay? There's people that watch on Twitch. There's people that watch on Access TV. It's not a lot of people, man. Okay? I watch here and there. I don't watch consistently. I know what's going on in the wrestling business. But I don't watch Impact on a consistent basis. I wanted to watch the show from last night. I really enjoyed it. I will give it a thumbs up. Slammiversary is coming in July. They have a lot of stuff coming up, man. Mauro Ronaldo, was it a one-off? It looks like it was a one-off. They got to work out some partnership 
Uh, people are saying he's going to go to AEW. If he goes to AEW, it's going to be a good get for AEW. But I want Mauro Ronaldo to, you know, this is what I think he should do. I tweeted it out on Twitter. This is what I believe Mauro Ronaldo and Impact Wrestling and AEW should do. Okay? I'm going to put my crown on. This is where I'm going to go to work. I'm the best at doing this. In terms of coming up with ideas, I am the best ever. Okay? Mar Ronaldo needs to work out a deal with AEW and Impact Wrestling where he commentates big world championship matches, men or women, it doesn't matter. Okay? He commentates big world championship matches for both Impact Wrestling and AEW. If you want to add New Japan Pro Wrestling in there, you can add New Japan Pro Wrestling as well. It doesn't matter. He needs to work out some partnership with all three promotions. But I'm mainly focusing on AEW and Impact Wrestling right now. Because he was just on commentary just for one match. Okay? It was the main event. That's what he needs to do. Period. Okay? Commentate for World Championship matches with AEW. Commentate for World Championship matches for Impact Wrestling. It will benefit both parties. That's my thoughts on Mar Ronaldo. Now, I want to talk about the teases that took place last night at Rebellion. Chelsea Green, she returning for uh, to Impact Wrestling. I would love to see that. It would add another depth into the already good, not great, but good knockouts division. Mickey James returning would add another good depth to the knockouts division. I don't know why we've seen Okada. We've seen a picture of Okada. I don't know what's happening there. I don't know the situation with New Japan Pro Wrestling. Is this contract expiring? Probably not. I haven't heard anything about that. Maybe it's just like Impact Wrestling teasing everybody with that. We've seen Samoa Joe. I want to let everybody know right now. I'm going to laugh at every single person that is wanting Samoa Joe to go to AEW if he goes to Impact Wrestling. I'm going to laugh at everybody. I don't want everybody to go to AEW because it's going to turn into a WCW fucking landfill of WWE fires. Okay? I don't want that. Now, I want Samoa Joe to be happy. I don't give a fuck where he goes. I'm going to support the guy wherever he goes. If he goes to AEW, I'm going to support him. If he goes to Impact Wrestling, I'm going to support him. If he goes to New Japan Pro Wrestling, I'm going to support him. I hope he's talking to fucking CM Punk right now and asking CM Punk, hey, where do you want to go? You want to go to AEW? All right, we're going together. You want to go to TNA? We're going together. You want to go to New Japan Pro Wrestling? You're going together. Daniel Bryan's contract is going to be expiring pretty soon. Maybe Samoa Joe and CM Punk are in contact with Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson right now. To make a splash in the wrestling scene. Maybe CM Punk is waiting for Daniel Bryan's contract to expire. And all three of them go to the same promotion. I don't know what the fuck is happening. I'm just spitballing ideas, man. And uh doesn't matter where Samoa Joe goes. Now, typically when Impact Wrestling does these and they don't deliver, they're just teasing people. And they got the wrestling world talking big time. After we've seen Samoa Joe and Mickey James and Chelsea Green. Okada, again, I don't know why we've seen Okada. We've seen a Mexican flag. We've seen an Australian flag for Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. 
Let's do it, man. Impact Wrestling. Let's get Impact Wrestling to where they should be. And the talk of the town again. You know, we got AEW, we got WWE, we got New Japan Pro Wrestling. Impact Wrestling has talent. You know what Impact Wrestling is missing? That TV deal. You know what Impact Wrestling is missing? That big platform. Period. I've mentioned this multiple times. I want Impact Wrestling to return to TNA. Funny thing is, there's rumors that TNA, those, the symbols, the labels are going to be returning, but it was going to be for the knockouts division. I don't want that. I'm not in agreement with that at all. If you were going to return at TNA, reborn, rebirth, the labels TNA. You have a great management team. You have direction with Impact Wrestling. Have this be a rebirth of TNA. Okay? So people that are from Impact Wrestling, fans that are listening to the podcast, TNA can return. Rebirth. Okay? The rise of TNA again for this generation. But book it correctly. Don't have Hall of Famers be on the promotion doing lollygaggy bullshit that you had with Eric Bischoff and Hulk Hogan. Fuck that. Okay? This is the new direction for Impact Wrestling. They're doing great right now. The knockouts division is great. The tag team division is pretty good. The main event scene is all right. The X division is really great. You got things that are helping the promotion grow. People were talking about Impact Wrestling. I love it. All right? I'm just not a WWE podcast. I talk about other wrestling promotions in general. Okay? The hottest things is going on in pro wrestling I talk about. Okay, I'm going to be talking about Dominion when New Japan comes around. I'm going to be talking about Wrestle Kingdom when New Japan for Wrestling comes around next year. Right? I talked about Rebellion today. It was a great show last night. I really enjoyed myself. Hopefully Impact Wrestling, you know, delivers. And I'm going to be talking about Slammiversary when they do their show in July. I'm happy that other wrestling promotions are succeeding. New Japan for Wrestling, Impact Wrestling. AEW is doing good. It's not all about WWE, man. There's, there's more wrestling promotions around the world. WWE struggling right now. If you're not a fan of WWE, go watch Impact Wrestling. If you're not a fan of WWE, go watch New Japan. If you're not a fan of WWE, go watch AEW. There's multiple platforms. AAA. Go watch ROH. Whatever the fuck you want to watch, go watch it. Support that promotion. Right now, I'm supporting Impact Wrestling. On today's podcast for Monday, April 26th. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast today. And I'm going to be seeing you guys tomorrow for NXT. I heard a rumor that NXT is going to be returning to Wednesday nights. I hope that's bullshit. We'll see what happens with that. So look out for the review for NXT tomorrow. You got this podcast today. And a new week of wrestling content right here. On the Wrestling Takeover Podcast. I'm the host Jordan Turner. I hope you guys enjoy. I'm signing off today. And um, I will see you guys next time. Yeah. Baby, do you so damn fine, though? Wanna know if I can hit it from behind, though? I'm sipping on you like some fun wine, though. When it's over, I press rewind, though. Talking bands, I got it. Benjamins in my pocket. I trade in my truth for some robbers And he's playing Batman, Fatty's gonna rob him yeah. 
I got the Glock in my robbery. 17 shots, no 38. Yeah, I got the Glock in my robbery. 17 shots, no 38. Yeah, she's fine. One, two, three.